0: Okay. Hey, everybody. I am Ashley Jones, and I know y'all are used to seeing Portia, Pusha P, (laughs) Pusha P on the line and introducing her guests. But today, I'm going to interview the interviewer. Yes, period. So first of all, I'm going to act like, first, I'm going to tell you what I know about Pusha P, (laughs) and then I'm going to act like I don't know her um, just so we can get some good clarity on what she does. And what how this podcast is gonna blow up and inspire people nationwide, bosses nationwide. Okay. So I'm gonna be minding her business even though it's um girl, my job business. I'm gonna mind her business and then I'm gonna mind my business. All in my business. <laughs> so first of all, thank you, Portia, because you did not have to put me on here. But um I love you. We have a sister Who else? right. Who else? Right. Um, you pull things out of me, so I hope to pull some things out of you and Let everybody know who Portia is at the core because they see see Portia on Facebook and Instagram and they see Big Boss Portia, but Portia is so many, Portia is not one person. Portia is a conglomerate of individuals, of baddies, and uh, let me tell you, Portia, if you got a Portia on your team, you got a beautiful angel on your team, so don't cry, Portia. I'm going to try not (laughs) to. So um, first, like I said, I want to start by saying what I know about Portia. We've been friends since the third grade, and let me tell you, Portia has had the personality she has had since the third grade. First, it is a leadership personality. From the <laughs> third grade, Portia been a leader, and but we just connected, and it's so funny. I even carried this with me to till to till this day that um, when people seen us together growing up. They would, our coach called us Pete and repeat. And we'll be like, well, who Pete? Because I'm you Pete, I'm not repeat. But that's just the energy. She brought. It's a magnetic energy. And I think we had two good personalities that aligned with each other and Absolutely. just been aligning over the years. But what I knew about Portia then is Portia had a star power. Like even at third grade. This is oh. no lie, y'all. Even at third grade. The teachers was drawn to Portia. The students was drawn to Portia. Everybody, if you met Portia, and she was loud, funny, but she was take charge. I mean, you got, anything she wanted, she could go after it, and she could get it. It would be anything. She could get money out of a, <laughs> a third grader for ice cream for a book, check the books. Oh, my God. <laughs> <I understand this. laughs> she was like, she had this hustle, hustler mentality, um, but I do now remember her going with her dad and washing cars and just oh making God, all these yes. connections. I would watch her and all when the teachers would, this is no a lot for she' like, you probably don't know this. I would watch, Miss Campbell was one of them, I would watch teachers just like be drawn to you and you make those connections with them at the first meeting them. Oh, wow. And it's like, how the world this girl do that? Then <laughs> I'd be trying the same thing. Like, <laughs> looking like, oh, hey, girls, like, what's are but, but that's because I don't pos I possess a, a star energy, but Portia's energy is just, um, a godsend. So Aww. your parents did great, girl. I know they what know. they did when when you was <laughs> being conceived, but God mixed a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, and it's boisterous, but it's not, um, overwhelming. I never heard nobody say like you too much for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, that's good. Cause some people can be Um, Loud and boisterous and and it'd be too much, but I also want to say this is a third grader um, And growing up Portia has always seen What she wanted and went after it and I want to talk about that too when I act like I don't know nothing about you (laughs) How you know you you did dip and dab in different things and some people might not have understood they're like dang you just started this you quitting this or you doing this and doing that." but you have always been a person who's seen what she wanted and went after it, and then whether you stuck with it or liked it or not, if you've seen something else, you go after it and you don't care what nobody else thinks, and you have always done it as a kid. Right. So, um, to see you now, um, is, you know, a lot of people can be, they can have opportunities and, and they can be viral and stuff. But when, if they get to know Portia is a (laughs) boss, Portia is the CEO, okay? (laughs) Portia is the big boss. And, um, I'm proud to be your friend. I'm proud to have seen your growth and, um, it's inspiring. It's inspiring to older women. It is, it's inspiring to little kids. It's it's inspiring to everybody. So, um, I'm excited to ask about your businesses and what you came up with and also, um, I'm also excited to give, you know, just like my testament of how you helped me, like just in general, as a friend, um, as a um, as an employee now, <laughs> yes. and um, so that was my introduction, y'all, so first,
1: hey I, girl, hey girl, I <laughs> mean, you were, you were about to make me cry, I'm trying to be a big dog on, on this podcast, but wow, that is, I mean, you know, I don't look at myself like it, but it does make me feel good that, you know, other people see me in that light so i appreciate that because i haven't heard half of that stuff but you haven't no yeah. i mean i haven't heard it from you oh um, okay. you know i you know people tell me all the time like girl you a bad but you know like from third grade wow like from third grade you know, that's when we i kind of knew who i was but you know hearing it you know from yeah. another you know yeah especially
0: for a child to be like girl this girl something else and you know, we would, we have always clicked, and I know we got old and, you know, um, the natural life changes drifted apart, but I have always knew that whatever you did in life, it was going to be successful. I didn't know what you were going to do in life, but I knew it because I knew that as a kid growing up, um, that you just always seen the vision and and i don't take that like that is a god-given task because some people still i'm still trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what it is god put me on this planet to do and how to serve but i just think you have you grew up with a serving um passion but not to mention like i said you knew what you wanted so i think this is awesome that you came back to martinsville um, what made you want to say, I'm going to take my podcast tomorrow and just do a little series. How did you, what made you want to do that? And then I'll go into the introdu- in the interview questions.
1: Honestly, um, I was really, really drawn to Natalie's um, hometown hustle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she bought a lot of the entrepreneurs out. Um, and I was at the ground floor. I honestly did not originally plan to bring the podcast to Martinsville when I came... I, this was just a trip that I was gonna go and um, go to the wedding in your mm-hmm. baby shower. Um, but I was going through the ground floor and I was like, looking... And I was walking downtown. I mean, uptown, and I was like, where did all of these businesses come right. from? Like, you know, Martinsville is growing. It's beautiful And too, yes, it right is gorgeous. There. Like, I've walked this street a couple of times today. Like, any chance i gotten, I've walked it. Um, and so i met with wayne i was like wayne i feel like i need some space um to um do a podcast because i i i know i know entrepreneurs but some of them i don't know right um and i don't know their story um so i just wanted to to know you know their stories i wanted to kind of um put them on a platform and just you know you know me I'm just always trying to uplift people, and if I, if this can be another space for them to bring their their talent to life, or if they can bring their business to life, I want to be able to provide that as much as I can. Um, but you know, like I said, Natalie had the hometown hustle. And, you know, half the people she had on her her um her show, I didn't even know. And mm-hmm. you know, walking through uptown, I'm like, God, Lee, is growing. Mm-hmm. And then I had the opportunity of being at the task base Space. Um, a few days ago, um, with small businesses and it was like, the space was, um uh, filled. Yes. Almost to capacity, Passion. you know, especially with black business owners. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is awesome. And so that was, um, kind of sparked the idea, like your podcast is about businesses. How about you interview some people?
0: Exactly.
1: And so this was, you know, I was, you know, just trying to piggyback off. Like I said, we should do a series. Of business owners in the Martinsville, especially Black business owners, um, in the Martinsville area, and shine a spotlight on them. Um, and so I just started asking around. You was like, "Girl, let me mind your business." Yes, <laughs> uh, I did, I did, and I kind of got into some people's businesses. Um, and so you know, of course, everybody was open to it. And now I'm kind of booked and busy in Martinsville. <laughs> but that's um, good.
0: That's it is. I want to piggyback off of that because I heard you say, something like, let me go back to being basic and." I want to take that back to my introduction. Nothing you ever did was basic. Nothing. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, mind y'all, third grade, <laughs> fourth grade, fifth grade, the girl got um, coordinating binders, line <laughs> I mean, nothing she did was basic. Um, everything is just popping and out there. And that's another thing. She has always been creative and she used all her resources. She, You don't even got to have an expensive taste. She used all her resources to make something great. And that, I mean, that sounds superficial kind of, but it just goes back to what you said. You came down, you seen all these businesses, and then you got creative. Like, I want to showcase all these businesses Mm -hmm. because we don't know a lot about what these business owners go through, and it's inspiring to see and hear their stories. It'll be inspiring to see and hear what they got to say. So. I think that's good. And I also remember hearing in your podcast where you said you wanted to um, reach more people, you know, so, you know, with the therapy and now the coaching. And so now the podcast is a way for you to reach more people. And I think this is a good start. Um, Absolutely. On reaching more people and helping more people. So with that being said, let's talk about what how you got started and your different stuff. So tell me the beginnings of Serial Entrepreneur Portia Hastings.
1: Oh, I feel like I've always had a entrepreneurial spirit. Yes. However, it was not popular, mm-hmm. you know. Um. So when I came out of um, when I came out of my master's degree, I had um gotten a job and it was probably like, you know, that was my first job, and they offered me fifty k, and I was like, Are you from out <laughs> there? That's, that's like <laughs> big time money. So. I took the job, and I love the job, and that was my. that wasn't the first mental health job I had, but that was the first job where I was able to do program directing, and I actually ran um, the mental health agency, the portion of it, and I was directing, and I was um, supervising, and I had this role, um, but that's where I found my passion for... Um, program directing and managing mental health agencies. I realized um doing it, it came so easy. Mm-hmm. And nobody could do it like me. Mm-hmm. Like the auditing, all of those things came so natural. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, that job was to towards the end, um, you know me, I'm a people person. Um, and I, I like people and I, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately sometimes it's a gift in a person gift and a curse that I want people to like me Mm -hmm. but what I didn't realize was that I was a threat Mm -hmm. to a lot of people and you know I say this to a lot of people um sometimes people can be intimidated by you Mm -hmm. whether you're doing something intentionally or not and I'm never the person to want to do anything intentionally Mm -hmm. bad to people Um, but when you start to outgrow or outshine other people especially when you just have it as for me people tell me all the time it's just who i am i don't even know you know half the time um and so it got to the point where you know later on in the job i got so much anxiety about going to work so i'm like why do these you know why are you looking at me this type of way why do you feel like i'm Mm -hmm. here to hurt you like I, i one thing that i know is that whether I'm working for you or myself, I'm going to give you 110% mm-hmm. because that was how I was raised mm-hmm. to have work ethic. Um, but when people start to feel intimidated by your spirit or by your work ethic or like seeing that you're getting more you know, attention mm-hmm. or praise than them, they'll do anything to destroy your character. Yes. Um, so I kind of, you know, one thing that I've always been blessed with was discernment. Mm-hmm. Like I've never, God has never kept me in a space more um longer than what i was supposed to be Mm. and so you know when i started having anxiety i'm gonna be honest this is when i first like i've always been good with money but for some reason i just started really really saving Mm. like i don't know what i don't you can call it god or whatever the case may be like (laughs) he was preparing me for that shift um but then i realized at that moment I don't ever wanna be in a position where somebody's gonna make me feel like mm-hmm. that if, for no dollar. Cause I've mm-hmm. never been a money person. Like money has never moved me. Cause mm-hmm. I, you know, to me, it's it's gonna always be there. Mm-hmm. I can just, I can go to Sonic, you know, we can go back <laughs> to Sonic days. I would tell people all the time, i go back to Sonic any day and make money. You won't make me feel this way. But that is when I realized that I cannot do this. I cannot um, allow a person to make me feel this way somewhere that I have to make a living. Mm -hmm. And I think um, some people get stuck in that place. But for me, if I got to make a living, I'm going to feel good about it Mm -hmm. because it's something I'm going to have to do long-term. I'm Mm going to have to pay bills long-term. You know, I'm going to have to provide for my family long-term. I can't stay in this place where I'm having anxiety. And so I quit. I quit my job. I quit. I didn't have a backup plan. And at that time, like I said, I was making... A good six at this point, it probably went up to about 60K. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, people didn't really know, you know, understand. I didn't understand it, but daggone, I was not standing there. Um, so that was kind of like the first job, and when I first, um, was, um, I had LLC my name and I was just now um, sitting for the board and I was ready to pass my test. Mm-hmm. Like when I said it was so divine, I don't even know how half of that stuff happened. I don't know how I paid my bills because at the time my husband was working at Beaumont, the jail, you know, they don't really, mm-hmm. you know, have a lot of um, income and mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't know how we made it. I know it wasn't nobody but God. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when I branded my name because I knew then Because of what I provided for that agency and how I was, like, taken and how people were taking me, Mm -hmm. I knew I was very powerful. Stop. (laughs) A couple things. First,
0: to whom much is given, much is required. Absolutely. With much wisdom comes much grief. So you went, you learned the jobs and then outperformed the jobs. People thought you changed, but they changed towards you because they couldn't understand the light and one of the things you, I've heard you say so this what I'm reiterating is go back and listen to the podcast y'all it was four episodes well in one of the or and go on her Instagram and her YouTube she said uh, just do it do it ugly mm-hmm. so you quit the job mm-hmm. and you know people especially where we from and the generations that you know to help mold us they don't believe in quitting no, no they don't. And no backup plan they loyal talking yeah to and, but that's a good thing especially in mental health is to recognize the signs, the anxiety that you was feeling and how you said, I'm never going to feel like this again. Uh, It's not about a dollar. When you give that up, I think God provides you because he tells you not to be anxious about nothing. Right. And it
1: was definitely a faith move. And I Mm -hmm. think the day that I quit was the day that I started breathing again. Mm. Like legit. I didn't feel no type of way back, but it was definitely a faith move Mm. because I didn't have anything Mm -hmm. in the works and that's not something we were raised like it's always like have a have a a backup plan but God was my backup plan at that moment and that's what people forget and then the other thing
0: is that I want to touch on do you said do it ugly and then you say you knew that with the skill sets you had you knew how good you was and it goes back to what you said in your podcast you got to thank you got to see yourself where you want to be so i think that's cool that you seeing yourself where you wanted to be and then you llc'd your name not even realizing where you was going i, go with I that.
1: didn't i didn't know that um i didn't know portia harrison would be like a really high six high earning six figure person or that brand was gonna be because it it's like it's crazy so at, did that you time, yourself then, at, at that, that time, at that time, I just knew I didn't want to rely on nobody else. Period. Um, and like I said, when I realized that, like I said, you have working a job is like earning earning a living. Like mm-hmm. this, that's what you call it. Like I'm I'm making a living for myself, right? That wasn't what I wanted. But what I did realize was, I mean, I think this was about the same time too that my mom had um. Mm JCPenney's was closing down, but, you know, it just, uh, you know, just kind of had me in my mindset. Like, I don't ever want to be strapped Mm. to um, somebody else taking control of my Mm. money. And so for me, branding my name was putting, um, was kind of putting faith in myself Mm. to make it work. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to be honest, all I knew was that I had a gift when it came to this mental health thing. Um, running these companies um, and building up Building them up um, and sustaining them and making them a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So um, I went with that. So I LLC my name again, I was just now about to get licensed and that's when um, I Had started therapy thinking that I was gonna do therapy But that first time that I did therapy right when I came out of the mental health agency I was working for my therapy failed and it failed miserably. Like, I couldn't get no clients. They wouldn't show up. I couldn't get the insurance right. So it wasn't producing. And so I, you know, I let it go. Now, moved on to the next thing. And so as I grew, I grew. I was getting more comfortable with trying new things mm-hmm. and putting my, you know, feet in the door. Um, and so at that time, after my mental health, um, not my mental health, my therapy practice had kind of failed when I first opened it up. um, I had started reaching out and contracting with agencies. So to be that therapist, to not be the therapist, to kind of do assessments and stuff. And so that's how I was making a living for a while. Um, All I knew was that I was just going to take all the things that I knew how to do and combine it into just making the income that I needed. Mm. And so I started doing assessments for this agency. And of course, like I said, you know, the first thing they said was like, I was a breath fresh air. Um, They quickly escalated my, even though I was still a contractor working, I was Porsche Harris LLC working for their agency. They put me in every one of their agencies Mm -hmm. and they put me as an executive, um, Mm. like the executive director over their agencies, because they knew. What I had to, to provide. offer. He's yes. But soon that flopped. And, you know, it it was a lot of discernment. Again, it went back to the same thing. Um, I was starting to hear like, you know, certain owners was thinking I was in competition with them. And, you know, it was just very hurtful. Some of the things that I was seeing how, you know, one particular owner was operating, Um It just, some things for me is not money. And at that time, girl, I was making like 16K a month. Mm -hmm. And again, it went back to, I can't do this. I don't, I'm getting back, even though I'm working for myself now and I've contracted these agencies, I'm getting back into that space where y'all are making me feel like Mm -hmm. I'm a threat. And one thing that I, one thing that I always understood is what's for me. Would be for me and i knew my time i knew that at that time harrison associates wasn't on the radar it was still in the makes because mm-hmm. dbhds was still looking at the policy so mm-hmm. it wasn't nowhere near getting started but i knew that their agency wasn't my agency right. i just know how to serve when it's my time to serve mm. And when I do it, people don't understand why I do it at a level that I do it at without no kind of um, hidden agendas. Mm. And so I feel like because they don't understand me, it, t- it took it there. So I, again, people didn't understand. Even my husband was like, you sure you about to quit this job? <laughs> like, I'm like, I am positive. I am positive. I You know, so I left that job and that was making like 16K a month. And people like how would you do it you know but like i said my peace of mind Mm -hmm. was everything and i wasn't about to you know some people sometimes the love of money can be the root of all evil you Mm -hmm. know we they say it but reality is you know for me i just can't i can't i can't do it so um the risk i the benefits yes Mm -hmm. absolutely um and so that was the second Hurt, I felt like I had because a- after that one, I started to really question myself. Mm-hmm. And because I'm like, why is this the second time that this is happening to me, or people are feeling like, you know, but the crazy thing about it is that the, the owners at both of the agencies have come back to me and apologized and mm-hmm. was like, i'm sorry i did like you were probably the best thing since sliced bread mm-hmm. that has happened and I, we re, now realize that you never had bad intentions it was x y and z mm-hmm. um and you know that kind of feels good but it doesn't feel good because i'm like i still have to go through the healing process like you know a lot of people say church hurt i feel like i had a lot of work hurt and so now i'm really out on the fence of even partnering with other people um and just stepping out there, but that played a huge part on myself, my confidence. Like, cause I always feel like, like you say, I try to be good to everybody, mm-hmm. and so that was just a really, it was it was very hurtful. But you know, I'm here, and I understand it because a lot of times we don't want those no's. but I'm getting real comfortable yes. with understanding that if I that was the comfortable piece. Like mm-hmm. that 16k a month was. Girl, real comfortable. Girl, if you was anybody in my
0: family and they heard that, they would have been like, what the hell is wrong with her? But they don't understand it. But I understand it. And again, with much wisdom comes much grief. With much knowledge comes much sorrow. So that
1: hurt you had to go through so you get to the next Next. stage. It, It was definitely necessary. Oh, my God. To this day, I'm like, you know, I'm thankful for the hurt. I'm thankful for the failed relationships because like I said, if I if I was anybody else, I think I would have been complacent with the sixteen thousand. Mm-hmm. You know, a month and stayed there and built up their company and not even thought about making a making a mark for my own children mm-hmm. and for me and my husband. So, you know, I'm thankful that I I, I did go through the hurt I understand the hurt I think God knew I needed the apologies um no, he will do like, that. He He will definitely do that um because like I said know. I you know it took like a year or two for me to kind of mentally like this ain't about you poor like this that was not you mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be honest i don't think it was the people i feel like god knows how to get us out of situations yep. when it's time for us to, to elevate and so i don't you know i don't even hold no grudges to anybody because you know god had to remove me and he knows mm. how to get me out of situations like make me feel a type of way i'm Audi Bagaudi okay <laughs> <laughs> like and he but he had to show
0: you and then that in turn will show you how to make sure you don't make your people who are working for you feel like that, um, but reach their potential. Absolutely. So go into the next day. So after that, what happened?
1: So after that, that is when I, um, went back into private practice. Okay. And when I tell you my private practice, girl took off, uh, listen, God's timing is always perfect. So I tapped back into the, um, I tapped back into the private practice piece. And this time, um, I, I reached a different clientele this time. The clientele was more so working individuals. Mm. So that pushed me past my comfort zone as well. But when I tell you my books, they filled up so fast. Mm -hmm. They filled up very fast to the point. We had waiting lists like people. I was trying to refer them out. They was like, no, I'll just wait. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. And then when people refer, the the list just kept going on and on and on. Mm -hmm. So I did the private practice about a year and a half. Mm Um, and you know, that took me into Harrison Associates. So mm-hmm. I was kind of working Harrison Associates, um, which Harrison Associates is the mental health skill building and the crisis program that we have. Um,
0: yeah. Cause you start doing so much. I couldn't keep up. I'm like, well, wait a minute. Is this therapy? No, this is mental health. I'm
1: like, yes, what? I mean. So what is it? And, and I'm like, what is this girl doing? What do you do for you sit down and tell me what do you do? I know. And that's how, the way you're talking is the way I felt <laughs> because I'm going to be honest. Like Harrison Associates was, um, you remember I told you went through the DBHDS mm-hmm. process, but it was um, it was approved to start operating in 2018. Mm. But that's how I say God's timing is so perfect. Mm-hmm. Like He mm-hmm. knows when I tell you everything that's going on with Brandon and I. Like it's so like it's all God. But um, it didn't start like funneling clients until 2019, and even then we had so many hiccups with the insurances. I was like. I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm thankful that Brandon, you know, he is, uh, he has always been like so supportive in all of my craziness and my business adventures, even when he don't understand be like, but I know, you know, God, yeah. like that's un- like, that's probably the only thing that keeps Brandon like on my, on my side. When he- it means find you a partner that's equally yoked. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Mate, I help mate
1: exactly because he, he, I mean, even when I quit my jobs, he was like, You must have talked to God, so I'm just <laughs> gonna move on with it. Because he know, I don't play about, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not big into the church or nothing like that, but I'm big on God, right? And not listen, listen, no. that's my homie, right? And so, you know, um, and he's never failed me, Mm-mm. like, and he won't 16 G's of money, ain't nothing he now, does. like, <laughs> like, won't. listen, I'm trying to tell you so you know, um, we weren't, um, we were not, um, up and running until like 2019. And so, but then again, you know, you probably heard me say it on my podcast where I just really prepared for Brandon and I to carry Mm -hmm. a few clients and even for me not to carry clients, but you know, I I ran into, you know, having to run some clients, um, and then we were, so we started out with the mental health, um, Mm -hmm. skill building, which is kind of like doing case management support for the clients out in the community. What kind of support? So like getting them to doctor's appointments, making up, um, taking them to get medications, grocery Mm -hmm. shopping, teaching them, um, daily living skills, like money management, hygiene, Mm -hmm. paying bills, like the things that we do on a normal basis. Mm A lot of the clients that we deal with can't, um, and it's because of their mental health. And so we kind of help them kind of get back to a space where they're able to function independently. Mm. And so the mental health side, that's what we started out with. So we were finally able, you know, during the pandemic, um, we were able to kind of get like a... um, like a pass um with our license because of the pandemic so around february we finally got our annual license and then turn around um in march you know i'm hearing you know god speak to me he's like all right it's time for christ i'm like no it's not like he's like yes it is i'm like no it's not because again i already know this is more my plate this is something that I don't want to do Mm -hmm. um but because I knew how long it was taking other agencies to get crisis like six months to a year Mm -hmm. I was like well let me just put it in here Mm -hmm. and by six months to a year I'm gonna you know I'll probably be getting the approval because I'm a brand new company girl two weeks later it was approved I was like wait a minute so the normal turnaround time is six a lot seven months. Of, yes, a lot of times you got to hold a like... Well, I technically did have a license because the agency was approved in mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. Got gotcha. you. But a lot of times, if um your agency isn't like showing like really good records or um the license person might be just, you know, I don't want to say too much, but sometimes yes. I've seen agencies wait right. for like months at a time to get a service um added. But because of your record. Yes, I we had a couple of our caps that had no citations on them, mm-hmm. um, and so because we technically should have got our annual license in 2019, we were still able to get through that six month loophole. Mm-hmm. And so May came and she approved it right off the off the gate um, mm-hmm. because of the the caps, which is the corrective action plans that were, you know, mm-hmm. that really look good. Um, and still to this day, um, we haven't, you know, knock on wood, we're thankful that we have um integrity behind mm-hmm. our business and we take our business listen you can ask any employee or 1099 that we work with ask Portia. me oh yeah <laughs> listen ashley knows like i do not play i don't care and it goes back to i don't care how many clients you bring i don't care you know if if it ain't right don't 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 even worry about it sweetheart. don't worry about period. it period but that's right because
0: when you doing the right thing, it's gonna always come back. And if you start getting into some shit,
1: it always oh you gonna mm, have to pay for it on the back end. Mm, or the, you somewhere. know it's somewhere you're gonna always have to pay for it. But I say that to say when you was like you doing so much, I felt like like the overflow came so fast. Mm. Um, it came out of nowhere. Um, and that this time I'm juggling mental health crisis and my outpatient. Therapy program and that is why you know I was starting to have to dwindle down on outpatient and when I finally decided to close my private practice because of the demands of The mental health agency And so and it was taking a lot of one-on-one time with mm, me with my therapy But even though you closed the therapy, this
0: is good because now the podcast can kind of still give you
1: the podcast Yes, so the podcast is one of the things that's why I kind of opened it up um, and am still accepting letters from anyone, you know, seeking, you know, questions, asking questions about mental health, asking questions about business, um, just send them to the emails. And I thought that would be like an open forum for me to kind of, you know, answer questions and give feedback um, and help, you know, on a larger scale. Because mm-hmm. I think therapy, too, is very limiting
0: it because is. there's so much
1: that you can't can't do. And there's so many people that you can't help, like if you're not licensed in particular states like I couldn't I couldn't never service anybody in North Carolina
0: oh I didn't realize mm-hmm. that
1: in order for you to do therapy you would have to um, um, deal with them you have to have been licensed in their state Oh, hmm.
0: mm-hmm. so now you can kind of do it all. yes with the
1: coaching piece I can do it all um, even with my coaching my business coaching that I've kind of launched I'm still not doing the individual I'm doing more so group and like different programs to kind of you know Help the people, but yeah, on coaching, you can kind of do a little bit more. So that's why
0: I love this too. And I love your journey because now from a bit, it's so much you can do with this. So from a business standpoint, now they know that you credentialed on paper, but personally, because you didn't went through every stage. You didn't even went through walking away from what's good money and why it's good to walk away Uh, to save your peace of mind, mental health. Right. But now that you didn't did all of that, now you'll be... What you say? 16 G's ain't that 16 G's No, 16, 16 G's. <laughs> no, 16 <laughs> but, but just now you can tell them how, like, don't be afraid. Right. Don't be afraid. Your peace of mind. Um, see yourself where you want to be because that's going to... The overall picture, the reward is going to be so worth it and it now is. you can do it all now within this podcast um so i love that about it i really do what do you love most about being a serial entrepreneur now
1: there are no limits <sighs> No. um and people like and you can see me picking on my pictures these days you will see me saying miss doing too much <laughs> um because this year um i'm really like i i dib and dab but this year i'm dibbing and dabbing and a lot of things um, and because I can period period <laughs>
0: flexibility okay, so now I love that too your journey has afforded you now yes. the time to dip and down and, and figure out what you want to do what else you want to do what can you not do that's how you that's how I feel like you approaching it what can't I do
1: I can oh, right do I don't think I, I can't do a thing ah. like, <laughs> and if I could listen y'all would be in trouble <laughs> But, you know, that's just the way I look at it. Like, because I can, but I'm going to But even though together. you can't
0: sing, you still sing. Yeah, still that's sing. the point. Yeah, Period. period okay. Well, I like that. And I like that you like that we just said that it gives you the time to afford um, to dip and dab. Because also, you have used everything and you're going to start a new project. Did you want to talk about that? Your new project that you thinking about?
1: Which starting, one? like How'd the I... uh, consultation on helping other businesses with that. Yes. So, um, the next thing, um, is right now we have a, um, I have a offer or a program going where I am helping individual business owners, um, and they're doing like a mastermind for the month of March. But after that, I am taking a six month approach to helping, um, other mental health agencies, um. Some that are new, um, but mostly those who are maybe already established, who don't have the um, their records in place. They don't uh, understand auditing. They don't understand the DBHGS um, policy or um, the regulations and how to run their business effectively and efficiently at the same time, um, knowing how to um, just put systems in place. Mm-hmm. So that is what I am now going to be at since my business is now stable and running without me Damn. listen that was a challenge in itself is you know delegating but now that i kind of was able to scale up put my systems in place and they're running effectively i want to be able to again like because I, like i said i've always loved helping and you know a lot of people don't know how to audit or don't know what to look for in their books and they're having to pay back a lot of money um to the insurance companies um but that's my thing um, So now that is the next project that I have um, on the way, and it begins in April. Um, and we're kind of almost at the capacity with that. So, you know, a lot of people that know me don't even give me a chance to offer it to other people before they. they... I like, want it. Yeah. I love that.
0: Yeah. I know we're running um, on time. I love that because that's alignment. Align yourself with somebody who wants to give you the keys to make it because yeah. we live family friends, um, coworkers, we are in a uh, society where it's ho- It's really hard to find people who wanna see you climb to the top. They get to the top, they don't wanna help you get to the top, they wanna stay at the top. You have to align yourself with people like this who knows, who knows the field, who knows the ins and outs and they actually wanna help. It is an investment and it's a good investment because
1: she know the adversity that comes with it so she ain't gonna tell you nothing Right. listen I ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong you know a lot of people you know in this field of mental health are, are in competition and mm-hmm. I'm just like how do y'all think y'all gonna serve all of these people who have these mental health issues mm-hmm. like there's enough clientele to you know it's enough of anything mm-hmm. to go around it doesn't even matter what if it's mental health if it's eyelashes if it's you can't service everybody right you know your clients are your clients um, and you gotta be okay with you know your piece and you know letting somebody else get a piece of the cookie Mm -hmm. so that's one thing i've never um really done like i've always been in a place even though i have my mental health even though i've been a therapist like i've helped other therapists like get their clientele Mm -hmm. up i'm sending them referrals i'm Mm -hmm. helping them get the systems in place i'm helping them understand their books and how to you know formulate you know their systems or their their intake packets and stuff like that. like giving them the keys to have a successful practice while I'm managing my own practice and giving them clients if I can, you know, because it, know, because it ain't going to stop my show. I think the important thing and the, what helps me be successful is that I, I'm, I'm in my own lane mm. and I don't let what somebody else is doing impact me um, or do I get discouraged or do I try to hold somebody back from. Growing past me, you know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put somebody on a girl. If I don't do nothing <laughs> else, I'm gonna put you on and help you store past me. You know, at the end of the day, because I'm okay with where I'm at, and I think when you're confident in where you are, you know, you don't mind seeing other people grow. And so, you know, that has always been my thing is putting people on and helping people grow. But this mental health thing, auditing, um, that has been my passion for years. And you know, now that my business is, you know holding on i'm you know i am i can't wait to help other businesses get to the point where they're not receiving citations or caps and because this field is needed and harrison socials can't do it all mm-hmm. but it's so hard to find quality mm. mental health services mm. y'all hear that
0: so well okay so when it comes to minding your business it sounds like you want to mind other people's businesses but in a good way yes in a good way okay and then i Caught a couple nuggets, and I just want to see if you want to add any last piece to it. So, one, you said be like Nike, just do it, get in there, do it ugly, just get started. Number two, um, retrain your brain. Don't let the hiccups get to you. Absolutely. Don't let how people treat you get to you. But don't stay in it if it's not fulfilling and if it's not fulfilling your spirit. Because if you have a passion for it, the next step is gonna be the best step. Right. Um, number three. Modify a set systems to be mm-hmm. efficient. Um, I know you had to do that this year. I did, I did because I didn't scale up at first, but now we good. Okay. Yes, yes. And <laughs> number four, don't look for validation. That's one that gets under my skin. Yes. I, can you just say why that's a h- quick hindrance to a business owner? Do not
1: look for validation. Um. When I say don't look for validation, I mean, sometimes we just wait on people to give us our okay. Um, And when you're waiting on other people to give you your okay and you're not surrounded by okay people who are going (laughs) to give you your okay, you're going to get stuck or you're going to start to not uh, move on things that you know you should be Mm -hmm. moving on. Um, The only validation you need is from yourself. because at the end of the day, somebody else's validation don't hold a lot of weight. Mm. Because what if they stop validating you? Mm-hmm. Are you going to stop pursuing your dream? Are you going to stop pursuing your business? Are you going to give up on your business after somebody, you know, or when they start disagreeing with you, mm. you know? So, you know, that's the main thing when I talk about not seeking validation. At the end of the day, you got to be confident in who you are and understanding that you can do anything. Like mm-hmm. I said this the other day on my um, live or my my Instagram, you can do anything you like I don't think people understand mm-hmm. that piece and I think when I say that people kind of look at me like I'm crazy mm-hmm. like there's nothing that I don't think I can think my way into anything mm-hmm. like legit um uh, I'm just very cautious with mm-hmm. what I think because I know like I said with to whom much is given much is required mm-hmm. I can thank myself to a billion dollars mm-hmm. I know I can't like I'm not
0: I'm going start thinking myself in the Girl, you <laughs> better.
1: But, you know, when it comes to a billion dollars, you know. It's going to be a lot of. It's a lot of. Listen, yes. I'm over here now trying to figure out how to tackle the IRS. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, when you have all that money, you got to know how to manage it. You got to know how, what to do. You know what I'm saying? So, it's a lot that comes with it. So, But I try to tell people, like, you can do anything you want to do. Like, legit. There is nothing that you can't do, so you don't really need the validation of other people. Sometimes the, uh, that other people's validation hinders your growth, hinders your success, and keeps you just probably in the same spot they're in, nowhere. But well,
0: Portia, that's so interesting that you
1: say that, and that's so interesting that
0: um you had to go through all of that. But that goes back to where I seen you. I have always seen you doing
1: whatever it is that you wanted to do. But you know, saying that you know, so many people have prophesized over my life. Like I think the first person who prophesied was pastor Whitfield Mm -hmm. or Reverend Whitfield Mm -hmm. um when I was in nest retreat I think he told me one he was like she's gonna be I think I was in the seventh grade he was like she's gonna be somebody successful and then my pastor Alan Preston he prophesied oh oh and this is the crazy thing I held on to those that's that's like Affirmation, I
0: have affirming other people is good. Yes. Do it with
1: your kids. Do it yes, with your family because it's good. with my children all the time. But when they prophesize over me, a lot of people were it And if it don't come fast enough, mm-hmm. it's a wrap. Yeah. But these prophecies, like I was in seventh grade when the first person mm-hmm. told me I was successful. I'm thirty, what, thirty four now. Mm-hmm. You know, and when my pastor Alan Preston had prophesized over me, um, he was like, "You're gonna see three men." I seen mm-hmm. the three men, but the three mm-hmm. men didn't come. But two years later, mm. and I woke up on the couch. I was like, oh my God. Like, whatever past what Pastor Alan Preston had told me, it's here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then it got scary. Mm. Because he also said, you're going to be the CEO. And you're going to make millions. Mm. And you are going to provide for your family. Mm. And so then it got scary. So I was like, oh my gosh. Like, what's next? Like, the pressure, <laughs> right? And so, but a lot of things, like. The CEO piece just came to mm-hmm. you know to life like so you know um, you gonna provide for your family and provide for your friends and not to brag or put
0: our business out and um, it's not it's it's a huge deal to me it might not be a huge deal to anybody else but um, you gonna provide for your family and friends Portia came to me I guess it's been a year mm-hmm. it's been over a year it's, it's, it's been, been to jail. Yeah. Right? Okay? so anyway <laughs> with us with a slight job and um she could have sent it to anybody she could have sent it to anybody somebody in that type of field somebody and she just presented something to me and uh, again other people might not think it's much or big or huge but um just what she presented to me what she put me on to to do i love to do it i like to do it I, tr- I try to do it at a hundred percent and do, but it has helped me in a, in a huge way. Oh, wow. So, um, just just, I mean, it's, it's, to you, it might be small. Right. And I mean, you but know, yeah, it's, no, it's not it's just, extravagant, but it has been a huge help. I don't take that stuff for granted. I don't take this stuff lightly and I don't take, um, again, a line of people. And it came at a point where. It wasn't even at a point where I needed it. It was just almost like extra, like bonus. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is so good. Like, I'm starting to feel like I'm in the overflow. Right. But those prophecies are real. They are. And it comes from your passion and your ability to serve and the knowledge that you have. And, again, it comes from putting people in position and not being scared to say, hey, let me give her... This shot and see what she want to do, cause some people will be like, "No, I'm not giving it to her," mm-hmm. and then some people will be like, "I'm not taking it, cause I don't want to. I don't want to do that with right. my friend." But that is a big part. That's just affirming his prophecy, is what I'm saying. Yes, and I'm pretty sure you have put other people in positions, um, your co-workers the employees uh-huh. that have been able to expand out absolutely, and I know they are appreciative of that. Um, so, I mean, that's just going back to affirming the prophecy. It is scary, but, um, what God seeing you, I mean, like I said, what, what God created in you is good. And as long as you keep serving people, he is going to make,
1: he is going to make you see the millions and put more people in positions. Listen, it's there. So I'm thankful. Um, and I'm just, you know, that's why I just try to tell people like everything comes when it's supposed to mm-hmm. we want to rush a lot of things mm-hmm. um some of the things that I put on my vision board years ago are now manifesting mm-hmm. now but I hold on to I don't I don't really abort the vision like when girl. I see it I must I'm gonna see it until to the end mm-hmm. um so you know I'm just thankful that I have that mindset mm-hmm. because I think that's so important that's why I always talk to people about like minding your mental girl like and you used to one of your things when you used to say Mind, mind, mind Life. Yes. And mind my life. Just
0: on a personal level, not on a business level, um, because I don't own a business and I don't hone on the on a business. But on a personal level, when you tend to your thoughts and you don't abort the vision, it's gonna come it's, and it's gonna come in this in its time. And I feel like that personally, um, just being successful in buying my first house, right, and being successful in um, being pregnant now yes. because Amen. I wanted to get pregnant when my son was four, yeah, and I couldn't get pregnant, and I wanted to have a house when I was twenty-five, yes, but um, it's just,
1: but when the time came, it was the right, it time. it was the right time. That's the same thing we said when we bought our house. I'm like, cause we, um, God has shown me the vision. He was like, you're gonna the house that we were in, where we bought, we rented. And he was like, you're going to renovate it. And my husband was dead set on like, no, this house is outdated. We're going to buy another house. And we could not for the life of us understand why we kept getting denied. And I say, because now when these are a house, yeah. like it took my husband forever to agree to even consider buying the house. Mm-hmm. And girl, when I tell you, we bought the house, not only that, like the man paid our, um, he gave us like a lot of money on you know just Mm -hmm. back from renting Mm -hmm. so we didn't pay the like and then the the closing process took like less than 30 days Mm. and they didn't call us for nothing like and you know that's not how the house is like listen that is not how it operates when you're buying a house Mm -hmm. and i'm like i had to call him i was like you don't need nothing else from me he was like no you good we waiting on closing i'm like you ain't even call and tell me he was like oh yeah i thought you knew (laughs) you know but it was just god it's like it's
0: god i feel the same exact way but that's because you you didn't stay in the same places that you were staying in business-wise And, um, when you move, when you took the step, when you took those faith steps and moved, you made room for what was supposed to be. And now y'all, uh, if she ever put it on, <laughs> if you ever go back and look, Ashley Mullins Jones, if she posted something in that <laughs> dang on kitchen, yes. I'm like, girl, what you saying good, but that kitchen though, or if you see the renovations, it looks like a brand new house. And that's how I feel personal wise. When we moved from my apartment. It was everything that I asked for, even though it will not what I saw for myself. It was everything I need, everything God knew we needed. Yep. And then it's like when he gave us room, when we was in position, we we have not lacked nothing. Would I have not have. felt sure. You were never lacked. For nothing. Yes. And then it's like, oh, now I do have, a, now I got the room for this new baby. Baby, yes. So I just know when God puts you in position and it is scary. and And to your point, closing... I went to closing when $107, I couldn't believe it. And I'm just oh, wow. like, oh my God. So, I mean, that's just a touch on how God will supply. When it's
1: for you, When it's going to, it's going gonna, gonna to open up. It's going to, you're going to walk into it for, you don't have to force it. It's going to be effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to do it effort, without any effort. Like it's just going to be there.
0: So girl I love minding your business yes I love you minding my business bring me back so we can I can mind your personal business and we can tell these people how to you know maintain their mental health I'm gonna always bring you back so
1: <laughs> I appreciate you be- listen she didn't took over the show y'all yes I interviewed the interviewer listen, first of all even if I would have brought her on she would have took over as the host because <laughs> that is what she loves to do she does not give anybody any opportunity to host like that is her natural gift so we're gonna that's how we aligned though because you you have a leadership a loud
0: leadership yes forefront but i i can connect with that and i just think it's just the peat and repeat i'll be yeah. repeat because yeah, i'm Pete.
1: i've always been Pete. i've always been Pete portion well, first of all i'm even the oldest
0: okay right.
1: and i keep saying it every time we talk about it. you can't shout out you to coach
0: wells yes coach final. wells oh
1: my god just shout out to <laughs> Just life.
0: You remember when we was in middle school and they was making us do parent-teacher conferences, not for work, because we wouldn't stop
1: talking. We, mm-hmm.
0: All so. the time. Well, that's why. <laughs> you
1: know. Like, look, I tell my mom all the time, all them ends that you laid me out about, all of them conducts for talking, look, I'm just great now. Like, it was all worth exactly. it. Like, you owe, I feel like you owe, owe me an apology. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. for real, for that was trying mm-hmm. to stunt my... You know, my growth. But it's cool. I'm here. Mama made it. You know what I'm there saying?
0: <laughs> Period. But yes, I really think this is a good thing. I love what you're doing. I hope you never stop. But if you do stop, I know it's because you're going to the I'm next I'm going to level. do something else. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Period. maybe and Nadia can take it over. You know, that's the goal. <laughs> Generational wealth. We, that's a whole nother story in itself. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you. No, thank you. I appreciate you. But that has been another episode of Girl, Mind Your Business. Girl, Mind Your Business. Okay. <laughs> and we will see you all next time.